If you would, let's all stand. We'll go to prayer. We want to welcome everyone that's here this morning, all of our guests. Brother Rick's friends has been here a couple of weeks, and he finally gave us a card with their name on it. Brother and Sister Stark, Darren, Alicia, and Devin, we're glad y'all have been in church with us. Hallelujah. And we're glad Sister Mason is here today. She's a year older now than she was the last time she was in church. So we're glad glad she's in church. Her birthday was last Tuesday, so she hadn't been out of church that long. But we want to pray for Nate Trimble. He's got a Needs America. That's Brother Richard's uh, friend. And and we want to pray for Vicki McCurry. She needs a miracle. Pray, keep praying for Pat. But let's ask God to have his way here in this service this morning. Let's love him, church. God, we love you, we praise you, and we thank you, Lord. God, because your word is true and your grace is sufficient. God, you are a miracle working God, and we stand it on your promises, God. Stand it on your promises, God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God, every need, every need, Lord. Every need, God, you more than able. Bless Brother Luther. God, you are miracle Be with us and help us in this service. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it. Oh, soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Oh, soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Yes, soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the King. Oh, yes, soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. 
Isn't God good? Isn't God good all the time? Let's give him a hand clap, church. Glory. We love you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated. The brothers will bring the offering pens. We'll receive the offering at this time. Glory. Good morning. Brother Looper asked me to say a few words in honor of the veterans. John Stuart Mill said, War is an ugly thing, but not the ugliest of things. The decayed and degraded state of morale and patriotic feeling, which thinks that nothing is worth war, is much worse. The person who has nothing for which he is willing to fight Nothing which is more important than his own personal safety is a miserable creature and has no chance of being free unless made and kept so by the exertions of better men than himself. In his remarks to a gathering of veterans, General Martin Dempsey said, and I join with him today and say, today we salute all all of our veterans. And we keep in our thoughts and prayers the fallen, the missing, and those who right now are serving in harm's way. We also remember that honoring those who served isn't just about what we say here today. It's about how we honor our veterans every day of the year. It's remaining committed to supporting them and their families in every way we possibly can. It's about serving them as well as they serve and continue to serve our nation. That's the sacred trust between America and all who defend its ideals. It's a trust that's been forged by soldiers and airmen who liberated Europe and sailors who liberated the Pacific. It's in trust, it's a trust embodied by Marines who etched a legacy at Iwo Jima and the Coast Guardsmen who stood watch over our shores in a time of trouble. 
It's a trust extolled by the men who fought and died in the cold of Korea, in the jungles of Vietnam, and in the deserts of the Middle East. Our flag does not fly because the wind moves it. It flies with the last breath of each soldier who died protecting it. According to George Orwell, we sleep peaceably in our beds at night only because rough men stand ready to do violence on our behalf. Now, some don't like the word violence, but I believe God does when violence is for a just cause. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. According to Billy Graham, courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened. We salute all our country's veterans and all the veterans who had gathered with us today. And I would ask that all the veterans that are among us please rise and be noticed. may be seated. <clears throat> I'd be, I would hate to leave here without doing this. It's a little bit selfish, but so be it. A sp- and I want to give a special to salute to one of the greatest men I have ever known and loved. And if I live until he dies, I will stand by his casket and watch and hear people say, there lies a man. Thank you, James Lee Stevens. For your service, your family loves you, Pops. And I leave you, I leave you with this quote from General George S. Patton. It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died. Rather, we should thank God that such men live. God bless the veterans. coming, but could I take a minute to, I was, uh, of course, you don't hear much about this, it was so long ago, but I, I, when you're in the army and you get a short timer and you ask the neighbor, said, how much time you got? He said, I got a month. Oh man, what'd you do? Whoop the old man? Cause I'm going to shorten. I got three or four, but I got down and I had five days left. And I know most of them hadn't heard of it, but I got extended in the Berlin crisis in 62. And so whenever Ben doesn't put it out about harassing them, when I got extended, brother, did I ever receive the harassment from my fellow soldiers? But, but I did. I got extended and 
Berlin crisis in 62, and we don't hear much about the Berlin crisis, but that was for us older folks, you know, not the younger ones. So, But God is good, church. He took care of us. He praised us. And thank God for all my fellow soldiers. Lord. Let's help Brother Looper preach. Preach to us. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> Along with Brother Allen, we do salute all of our veterans today. Thank you for your service. For those who are serving today, we salute them. For those who have served in the past, we salute them. For those who have gone on to receive their reward, uh, we definitely salute them and appreciate their service to our great country. I'm glad I'm an American today. Amen. I'd like to say a special thank you. Um, I know Brother Bailey has been gone for a few years now, but some of the things that he did we did not know until he had passed away. You can be seated. And uh, some things we did not know until he had passed away. He was not very talkative about them at all. And I have been to his house many a times and tried to pry things about the war out of him. And uh, I think, for the most part, from um, I don't even think his family knew all of this, but uh, when they'd done his uh, service outside the church, we had found out, I think we had all knew that he had been one of the first uh, liberators into Dachau, which was a very disturbing place to ever to just see the pictures. I can only imagine being there. And also... Uh, we found out that he was there on D-Day and on the beaches of Normandy, and he was also in the Battle of the Bulge. And so he saw some some unbelievable horrors in his lifetime. And uh, so we thank him for his service, even though he is not here with us today. I think that's the only World War II veteran that I've ever preached their funeral and probably the only one I will ever have a chance to preach and uh, it was an honor to be able to do so. I appreciate all those who have served this great country, and I am still proud to be an American today. Amen. So thankful for all of God's goodness and His mercy and His blessings. I know today it's kind of, <clears throat> when we walked in here, it was like... Um, well, I hate to use the term as a um, an old cow looking at a new gate, but uh, it was kind of like everybody was lost because church did not start at 10 o'clock, but church started at 10, uh, 10.30. And uh, for some of you, it was great. You got to see something you haven't seen, the starting of service. But <clears throat> anyway, although... Sister Marie still didn't get Brother Jason here on time. <laughs> but anyway, we are um, just doing something a little bit different, changing up some things and for the rest of the year uh, anyway. So remember that. But, but when we come in here at 10 o'clock, everything else starts at 10 o'clock. Prayer meeting starts in here at 10 o'clock. Uh, it's not, it's not uh, a watch service, but it's a prayer service. So pray with us. And uh, let's get in the vein of the Holy Ghost and what God wants to do. So remember, 
remember that. And I want to say thank you for all of those who have helped us in signing up and showing a desire to teach Sunday school class. Thank you very much. If you are interested in that, today is the last day to do so, so please come to myself or my wife immediately following service today or tonight. So remember that and uh, don't forget that. Don't forget tonight they are serving again after service. This is something that we've been doing for the last few weeks and it's turned out real good and uh, it gives us a place to go and just fellowship and uh, have a great time. The food is good and I appreciate all the teams that have been put together that are doing that. It's all free of charge. If you would like to give it a donation, you can, but it is not required. Everyone just come over and eat. We're going to have a great time. And if you have a guest, I encourage you to please bring your guest over and uh, eat together with us. Get them more connected to the church. That's what it's all about. And um, getting uh, getting everyone connected, letting people know that we are glad that they have come to be in the house of the Lord with us. Choir practice tonight at 5.15. Do not forget that. Choir practice tonight at 5.15. I've made a mistake. I know that some has come and asked me, um, different ones of these younger guys and gals that wants to sing in the choir. Um, and I have probably given my permission when I should not have given my permission, but the choir starts at 13. So if you are 13, that's good. If you're not 13, wait till you turn 13. If you're a few weeks from turning 13, that's okay. Um, but uh, help me work with that and uh, remember that. That's something to look forward to when you get 13. I know I've made a provision because I'm, I'm really, everybody thinks I'm mean and gruff and hard and tough, but I really uh, am kind of soft and, and um, getting more fluffy as the years go by. But <clears throat> anyway, so remember that. Uh, children's Church tonight at 6.30. They have started up Children's Church. We started up the bus ministry again today, first day for that. And uh, everybody says, oh, no, the COVID is still going around. Yeah, I believe this time next year we're going to say the same thing. And uh, so if you're sick, if you're not feeling well, please stay home and uh, don't come to church and spread whatever you got. It might be a cold. It might be just the flu, but I don't want just the flu. Amen. And uh, so let's be as cautious as we possibly can. And I always say this, I don't need the government telling me that I need to wash my hands. But some of you might need the pastor telling you to wash your hands. <laughs> but And uh, we have... Uh, uh, containers throughout the building where you can um, wash your hand as much as possible. But it's life the way that we have gotten to know it as of recently. And um, don't look like it's going to get any better anytime soon. But let's uh, pray for God's hand of protection. So remember that. Also, um, Brother uh, Blakely will be here with us next weekend preaching Sunday morning. And Sunday night, Brother uh, Mike Blakely Sr., and uh, we're looking forward to a great time in the Lord with him. It's good to have everyone that's in the house of the Lord today. Good to have uh, Ricky's parents here with us today. Glad that they're in the house all the way from New York, and uh, glad that they're here with us today. And um, 
if you come, if you come one more Sunday, I'm going to know your name. But Brother Rick's friends, we're glad that y'all are here, all the way from California. Glad that they are here. People is fleeing California and New York to be in Texas today. And uh, I don't know, at this point, I don't know how much better off that we are than any of the rest of the society. But anyway, glad that you are in the house of the Lord. Glad to see the clouds here with us today. I miss you all when you are not here. Glad that you are in the house of the Lord with us today. Of course, I was gone a weekend, and when I got back last week and I looked around and, and did, uh, didn't see some people that I should have seen I said, man, they've been gone for weeks. When they wasn't gone for weeks, I was gone. But anyway, glad that you are in the house of the Lord today. Uh, Sister Bergeron shared a wonderful testimony with me this morning. So thankful for what the Lord has done for her. And uh, I tell you what, God is still on the throne and He's still in the healing business. He's still in the delivering business. Amen. Amen. And, uh, we are, we are back on, on track on cooking turkeys. So anyone who wants to stop by through the day and help us or maybe fellowship with some of the guys that's sitting out watching them, you're welcome to do so. The only thing that you are not welcome to do is sell any turkeys. Do not sell any more turkeys. And do not pick up any turkeys that your name is not already on the list. So I know everybody says, I got one last year. I get one every year. I am so very sorry. We just don't have them. And I apologize for that. Maybe next year will be better. And uh, we'll be on, on track again to do our, our normal uh, numbers on that. And uh, ask some of you that, that what we are trying to do is take care of all of our larger customers that buy every year that buy, um, Large amounts, we're trying to take care of them. And uh, also, I ask if some of you in the church, um, if it would be possible. I know it's very difficult. It's even difficult to get you to share your seat with people sometimes. But uh, I don't know if you'd be willing to share your turkey with someone. But anyway, uh, do what you can. Let's, uh, let's uh, take care of people as much as we can because we want to be able to sell them turkeys again next year. If you have your Bibles, let's all stand. Turn to Matthew chapter number 8. Matthew chapter number 8, verse number 23. We're going to get into the Word of the Lord. I'm going to try my best to share with you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart uh, for this service today. And uh, Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28, verse number 23. This is a very familiar story that I am going to read part of today, and I want to uh, try to give you what I feel like the Lord has given me for us today. Matthew 28 and 23 says, And when he was entered into a ship, everybody say entered into a ship, his disciples followed him, and behold... There arose a great tempest in the sea, inasmuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. Lord, save us, we perish. 
What I really want to focus on is the first part of verse number 23 where it says, And when he was entered into a ship. When he was entered into a ship. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and our voices toward God and ask God to help us today. God, we love you today. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that you've given us to be in your house. God, to feel and enjoy your presence today. I pray, God, that you would anoint me to preach your word. Anoint me to obey you to the fullest. I need you. I'm nothing without you. I pray, God, that you would anoint the ears and the hearts and the souls, the minds, the spirits of your people today to hear, to receive, and to respond to your word. Amen. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Let's clap our hands. Somebody lift your voice with that hand clap and worship God today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated. It's good to see Brother and Sister Brown here today and got another little Brown with them. And uh, glad that they're in the house of the Lord. She's been hiding out in a prayer room the last couple of services when she should have been home. But anyway, glad that they're here today. I want to talk to you from this subject and um, are, are just a, a statement that uh, I feel like making today. And this is, He is in the storm. He is in the storm. And when I speak about he is in the storm. I am speaking about Jesus is in the storm. Storms are, are something that I guess some people enjoy because they are what they call storm chasers. And uh, out on the plains of Kansas and different areas, every year you hear about the storm chasers that uh, they get in these vehicles and they chase down these tornadoes. Now, as for me, when I hear about a tornado coming to town, I want to leave. I don't want to be anywhere close to it. Now, uh, back, I, I guess it was about last October, I think it was, sometime during there, um, I was out at the house and, and uh, all of a sudden... Uh, the house started shaking and the lights went off and, and I heard this terrible noise and, and all the chaos and Terry was there in the house with me and she was running through the house. What's going on? What's going on? And I, I run downstairs and I looked out the window and I couldn't see much of anything, tell you the truth. It was, rain was coming down a different way than normal. It normally comes straight down, but it was coming down at a sideways angle. And it lasted for just a few moments, and then when the storm moved over the past, there was trees that was down, there was things that was blown off of the house and different houses. And and uh, I read the paper the next day, and I, I think it was a misprint because uh, the Beaumont Enterprise had that Storms and our storm had moved through and in Hardin County, the Silsby area, and winds was at 12 miles an hour. Now, I don't know where they were, 
But where I was, I can safely say it was a little more than 12 miles an hour. They said it was straight line winds, but some of the trees were twisted off and the tops and carried across the yard and different things and and uh, looked like a tornado to me, whatever a tornado looks like, I don't know. But I don't want to have too many first-hand accounts such as I did that day. All I know is pictures was falling off of the wall and the house was shaking and and uh, 12 mile an hour winds was doing a lot of damage. But anyway, storms are not something that the majority of us like to deal with. We don't we don't like to be in those storms. I remember just a few weeks ago uh we were preparing for Laura. We had made the decision to stay and uh, about the time uh, the storm started to hit I wished I would have made the decision to leave. And um, so, thankfully, unfortunately for our friends in Louisiana, but thankfully for us, that it took a little turn in the right direction for us and spared us. But as the night began to grow and the storm began to get closer, I was thinking, boy, I wished I was in another place at some other time. But because storms are not something that I enjoy. But unfortunately, unfortunately, storms happen in life. There is storms that come by and and this year we have experienced a tremendous amount of storms. It seems like Louisiana has done something that God was really displeased with because every storm seems to head that way. And, uh, but... But there is so many storms. They got so many, they run out of names and had to move to a different alphabet to, to start naming the storms. And, uh, but, but storms happen. I don't, I don't know, uh, too much about what causes storms, but, uh, you know, the scientists have all of these things that causes storms and, and, uh, what creates them. And they talk about the perfect storm when, all the elements get together and move in the right directions. To me, that is a very imperfect storm. The perfect storm goes away. But, but in the time of life, when we think about just life in general, all of us can look at our life and we can look back in our life and find that there was times where We went through storms in life. It was a stormy time. It was a very difficult time. It was a very trying time. It was a very desperate time. Uh, The first of the year, we was rolling on pretty good. Everything seemed normal. 2020 was, uh, everybody was advertising. Every meeting had 2020 vision. That was the... The, the, the catchphrase of our youth camp, 2020 vision, great things in 2020. I said, unfortunately, we were all deaf, dumb, and blind because there was a little virus came through our neighborhood and is seeming to linger around for quite some time. And so it changed and we have been in a storm of chaos and a storm of Turmoil, a storm of problems. There is people that have lost loved ones this year that have been in a storm of chaos and turmoil and loneliness and despair and not knowing what tomorrow holds and the storm 
of chaos just continues. It continues to grow. And it's a thing called life. There's a lot of things about life we do not control. There's a lot of things about life that we have no control over whatsoever. It's just that, that it's just life. Some things happen just because it's just life. You can't always make sure that when you get up and go to the work in the morning, go to work in the morning, that you're going to choose the right road to drive down. You're going to, you're going to choose the right area to go through because there might be an accident. You know, it's just, just like coming to church here, here Wednesday night, Brother Buck and his family, just, just a deer just runs out across the road. You can't control things like that. It's just life. And in life in storms, I am glad to know that, that even those storms come and even those storms are going to happen. Even though God does not promise us a life of leisure and peace and, and no trouble, but we serve a God that is willing to get in the ship with us. Amen. Amen. Jesus has never run from a storm. There has never been a storm that has been created that our God was afraid of. Matthew chapter 11 and verses number 4 and 5 tells us about John's disciples. And John had sent his disciples unto Jesus saying, Go, go, show thyself unto the Lord and say, Are you the Christ or shall we look for another. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again the things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. And the deaf hear. The dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached unto them. In other words... Jesus told John's disciples that you go back and you tell John that where there is a storm, Jesus Christ is always sure to show up. Where there is blindness, He is a miracle worker. Where there is lame people, there will be Jesus Christ on the scene. Where there are lepers that are put away outside the city in their own colonies, that that does not make Jesus afraid. Where there are deaf people, that does not stop Jesus. Where the graveyard is, and, and, and Jews were very particular about the graveyard. They couldn't, they couldn't step on a grave because they would be unclean. But Jesus told them, said, you go tell John that the dead are raised up Again, Amen. You also go tell John that this is not just to the wealthy, the healthy, and the wise, and the good-looking people of life, but the gospel is preached also unto the poor. Anywhere there is a problem, there is our Savior. Amen. Jesus never runs from a storm. There was one that was called Jairus that came to Jesus and said, My daughter is sick. Luke chapter 8 tells us this story that how that he had faith in Jesus and Jesus is on his way.
to Jairus' house. Jairus is feeling very good about the healing of his daughter. But while on his way, he got sidetracked by a woman that had an issue of blood for 12 years. In the midst of all, of, in the midst of him on his way to Jairus' house, he performs a miracle for this woman that was sick. It delays him from going where he had intended to go. And during the delay, they came and gave Jairus the information, the sad news that don't trouble the master any longer. Your little girl that was sick is now dead. But that did not stop Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is not scared of a storm. They had the mourners there. They had everyone gathered together. The funeral procession was being cranked up. But all of a sudden Jesus said, Have faith and doubt not. And He keeps on walking to the house where He knew that she was already dead, but it did not scare Him. When he entered into the house, they began to laugh when he said, Oh, the damsel is only asleep. They began to laugh him to scorn. But the laughing and the mockery that was going on did not stop him. Because the God that we know, Amen, the Jesus Christ that we know, is not scared of a storm. Amen. He walked into the house of unbelief. I, I don't know, but, but I, I remember, you know, of course, I was smaller and growing up and I, I was an adult when my daddy passed away, but looking back on his life, I, I placed myself, of course, back then, I didn't worry about too much as a teenager and, and, uh, didn't, didn't, didn't see all the problems of life, but, but I look, I, I, I try to compare myself with him, and I know, I know the fear, and I know, I know the anxiety that I face in life, of, and the worry, and the problems, and dealing with things, and I, I know, I know me, and I know how I feel, and I know how insecure that I feel at times of my life. And I looked back on his life and I looked at him and it seemed like that he never feared, he never worried, he never fretted, although I know that, that he did. But my perception of him that he would walk in the midst of a situation of chaos and just, just know what to do and know how to handle it. And this is the way that Jesus was. He walked, he walked into this house of fear and doubt and unbelief. And he said, hey, you that, that have unbelief, y'all just give me a few minutes alone. And he carries his disciples into the room and, and he comes out with a healthy young lady walking beside him and presents her to her parents. Amen. Why? Because the storm does not scare Jesus Christ. There was a friend that he had named Lazarus. They had got him the word. They had called him on his recent delivered and, and released iPhone and told Jesus that, that Lazarus is sick. 
and uh, Lazarus is sick unto death. You need to come now. And Jesus delayed his coming. And he took his time. And, and it went on for a few days. And, and then, after a few days, he said, let us go unto Bethany and see Lazarus. And they said, then said Jesus unto them, and, and this is what Jesus said, said, Lazarus sleepeth. The disciples said, oh, said, well, if he's sleeping, he's, he's sleeping off his sickness. He's doing better. He's resting after a hard time. And Jesus said, no, you don't understand. Then Jesus said unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. In. You know, when someone dies, there's not a lot of hope. Amen. There's not a lot of hope when someone is dead. There is hope while there's still life. But when there is no life, it seems like all hope vanishes. And then he says unto them, now I want you to pay very close attention to the next few scriptures that I'm going to be given to you in John chapter 11 and verse number 15. And I am glad, this is what Jesus said, I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. Now them thinking that Jesus should have went earlier and healed his friend Lazarus, Jesus said, I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent ye may believe, nevertheless, let us go unto him. I am, Jesus, I believe, was trying to tell his disciples, I am going to prove to you this day that I am not afraid of a storm. Now, Jesus knew that he was going to Bethany. He knew that he was going to where Mary and Martha was. He knew that he was going to the place where Lazarus had been laid at his death. He knew that he was going to chaos. You ever been, you ever been to a place where they're having a funeral where it's really not expected that the person would die and you was expecting a different outcome and all of a sudden they die? There is chaos. There is confusion. I have sat outside the, the house of plenty of people praying, God, help me to know what to say in the chaos. Help me to know what to say in the confusion. I have went to the hospital many a times praying, God, I don't even want to go in there. I don't have the right words to say, God, help me to be a help to these people in chaos. Jesus knew that He was going to a place of trouble. He was going to a place where they were even critical that of Him that He did not show up prior to the death of Lazarus. It was not a real friendly environment that Jesus was going back to. Amen. But Jesus was proving to His disciples that no matter what the situation is, I am not afraid of whatever anybody is going through or facing in life. And so He goes and He sees them there. Sometimes, amen, and so, excuse me, then he goes and he sees them there. And he says, where have, the first thing that happens 
where she came to him and said, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. So she is critical of his delaying his time. If you would have been here a little bit earlier. But that did not hinder Jesus. He said, show me where you laid him. But Lord, he's already been placed in the grave. They get to the grave. He said, roll back the stone. Lord, he stinketh by now. It's been too long. We cannot do this. It is It is not clean. It is not right. It is not the good thing to do. And when they rolled back the stone, he said, Lazarus, come forth with a loud voice. Amen. So all of you, just stop right here. A little side note right here. For all of you who want to sit quietly and pray and mumble to Jesus, Jesus cried with a loud voice. If you want to have a prayer that will resurrect the dead back to life, you got to cry out to God with a loud voice. Amen. Just a side note. Amen. That's not my message, but that's just a good thought. So he, he cries out, Lazarus, come forth. All of a sudden, he comes out of the grave. He tells them, loose him and let him go. But all of this, knowing all of this and reading about all the miracles that happen in biblical times, there is times in life where we are in the midst of the storm and just honestly we are scared out of our mind. We don't know how we'll pay the bills. We don't know how we'll fix the car. We don't know what we'll do for another job. We don't know what we're going to do if this one don't get a miracle from heaven. We don't know how we're going to deal with the sickness, how we're going to deal with the problem, how we're going to deal with the stress, how we're going to deal with all that is going on. There is sometimes that we are afraid. Sometimes we wonder, Jesus, if you would have just shown up a few days prior, you could have fixed all of this. God, have you forgotten where I am and who I am? Do you even know what I'm going through or what I am facing in life? These are all questions at time to time in our life. We have all asked God. What about it, God? What about it, God? Are you going to come through? Are you going to work a miracle? Are you going to hear my cry? Every prayer that I pray feels like it's hitting the ceiling of the room and bouncing back in my face. Sometimes we wonder, where is Jesus anyway? Where is God in the time of trouble? Amen. What I've come to preach to you today and try to get across to us in this house this morning, that is when we don't feel Him, He's in the storm. When we don't see Him, He's in the storm. When we don't hear Him, He's still in the storm. Amen. Amen. I have read one recording in our text hearing today in Matthew chapter 8. It is telling us the story of how Jesus was on the ship with His disciples. Now remember what I said. 
And when he was entered the ship, just because you've got the Holy Ghost and on your way to heaven does not mean that you are not going to come in contact and go through storms in your life. Amen. God never promised us that there would never be a dark day and living for God. Everybody's not going to get healthy, wealthy, and wise and never have any problems. But what Jesus did promise us is the fact that I will never leave you. Amen. I will never, never, ever, ever leave you alone. Amen. I would like to be able to promise everyone today that we would never have a bad day. That there would never be a gloomy Monday. That there would never be something that happened that did not go our way. But I cannot tell you that today. But what I can tell you is you are true and for sure going to go through storms in this thing we call life. But with every storm, there is a passenger that is riding with us, that is directing us, that is helping us, that is guiding us, that is there in the midst of the trouble, and in the midst of the heartache, and in the midst of the stress, and in the midst of the problems. Amen. He was in the ship, and the ship was in the storm. He was in the ship, and the ship was in the storm. And behold, can I even say this, that the storm was not only there, but the storm was in the ship. Because the water and the tempest of the sea was coming over the top of the ship. It looked like that they were doomed. It looked like there was no way out. It looked like that there was no help in sight. But Jesus did not jump out of the boat. Amen. Jesus did not look for a place to exit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us Amen. The story according to Matthew. Amen. Of Jesus walking upon the water in the midst of the storm. The Bible said that He had sent His disciples over to the other side of the lake. Remember that. He had sent them over. He had already prophesied to them. Amen. Just like the Lord has already prophesied to every child of God that there is no temptation taking you but that which is common to man. But with every temptation, God has already made a way of escape. Amen. That's a commandment. That's a prophecy that is directly from God to you. That there's nothing that's happened in your life that God is not in control of. There's nothing that's come about your way that God don't have the answer to. Amen. 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 There was a great storm. 
There was a great storm. There was a great tempest. Amen. The, 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 the men, the disciples thought that they were going to drown. Amen. And so Jesus comes to them walking upon the water. The story records in Matthew chapter 19. Matthew's recording of this said that Peter said, Lord, if it's I, bid me to come. Peter jumped out of the boat and started walking on the water to Jesus. But he got distracted by what was going on around him. Can I tell you today, don't get distracted by the storms of life, but keep your eyes, keep your eyes focused upon the storm calmer. Amen. The problem fixer, the blind eye opener, the dead raiser. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Amen. He begins to sink. The Bible said, and immediately Jesus stretched forth His hand and called Him and said unto Him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? I want you to pay very close attention to verse number 32. I would like everyone, I'm going to take just a moment here. Get your Bible right now. Get your Bible. Turn to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14, and I want you to look at verse number 32. Matthew 14, verse number 32. Amen. What does it say? Amen. The storm was raging. The storm was about to sink the ship. And this is what the Word of God says. And when they, remember, He had just caught Peter. He had just rescued Peter from sinking in the storms that was happening. And when they were come in to... Where did He go? He went into the ship. Then, when did the storm cease? The wind ceased not before, but after Jesus went in to the ship. Let's look at Mark. Amen. I find it very interesting that these writers both recorded this in Mark chapter 6 and verse number 51. As Mark is telling the story, he said, and he went up into the ship. And what does it say? And the wind ceased. He went up into the ship and the wind ceased. Let's look at John and see what John has to say about it. John chapter 6 and verse number 21. They Then they willingly received Him into the ship. They willingly received Him into the ship. And immediately the ship was at the land whether it went. Amen. All three accounts makes reference to the fact that the wind was still blowing. The storm was still rocking. The ship was going down. The disciples were drowning. But Jesus, not being scared of the storm, He stepped over into what was sinking. 
Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today, God's not looking to get out of your sinking boat. Jesus is looking to rescue your sinking ship. Oh, somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Amen. Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Amen. Give God some praise. Give God some glory. In the midst of my storm, He steps over into my ship. In the midst of my trouble, He gets right in the midst of my problem and says, Peace, be still. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Here we are. All three accounts. All three accounts. And then another account that I've read in Matthew. Another situation. Jesus is in the boat with them. Amen. That's the reason why I come to preach to you today. Some of you are looking for Jesus. You're wondering where He's at in the midst of your problem, in the midst of your distress, in the midst of what you're going through, in the midst of your finances, in the midst of your marriage. You're looking where is Jesus? I come to tell you today and remind you Jesus is right in the midst of the storm. He's still there. He's never left you. He's never walked away from you. He's never run from the storm that is happening in your life. But Jesus is right there, helping, right there, willing, right there, right there, all the time. He's there. Hallelujah. What Matthew, Mark, and John all recorded was the fact that while the boat was still rocking, amen, while the wind was still blowing, while, could I say it like this, while the boat was still sinking, Jesus did not calm the storm from the outside. But He said, what I want to let you know is that when trouble is there, that's where you're going to find Me. When you're going through a heartache in life, that's where you're going to find Me. It's not in a bottle. It's not in a peel bottle. It's not in marijuana. It's not in a needle. Amen. But you're going to find God in the storm. He's always there. He's always caring. He's always there to help, to resurrect, to uplift, to deliver, to set free. Amen. He's not afraid of the storm. The boat's about to sink. And Jesus just says, hey, I know the boat's about to sink. I see the water in it. And I'm walking on top of the waves. But let me get right in this boat right here with you. Amen. I want you to know that no matter what you're going through in life, I want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm going to be there all the time. Not just some of the time, but I'm going to be there all the time. I'm not looking to get out of the boat. I'm looking to get in the boat. I want to tell you, somebody needs to realize God 
is with you. God is here to help you. God is here to strengthen you. God is here to bring you through the storm of life. Give God praise in the house of the Lord. But I don't see Him. But I don't feel Him. Amen. If y'all don't know, that's what I want you to sing. Amen. Even when I don't see Him. Even when I don't feel Him. Oh, Jesus ought to know. Jesus ought to know what I'm going through. He ought to know what I'm facing. He ought to know what I'm dealing with. Amen. But our text says Jesus was in the ship. Amen. The ship was in the storm. The storm was in the ship. But it reminds us at the beginning, Jesus is in the ship. But Jesus was in the back of the ship. And He was asleep. Sometimes you've got to realize, hey, I can't control it by myself. I can't take care of it alone. I can't fix it with all of my abilities. But somebody needs to get a hold of Jesus today. He's there. He's there. All you got to do is lift up your hands and surrender and say, Here I am, God. I need help in the storm. I need help in the trouble. I need help in the chaos. Hallelujah. 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 Let's lift our hands right now. Let's lift our hands to heaven. Come on, lift your voice right now. 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 Oh, hallelujah. God, come to help somebody today. God, come to work for somebody today. God, come to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. When I don't feel it, you work. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see him, he's still there. Even when I don't see it, Oh, hallelujah. Why don't you step out by faith right now? I don't see him. I don't feel him, but I'm reaching for him. I'm reaching for him. He's there. He's there. He's in the storm of life. He's in your storm today. He's here to help you. He's here to strengthen you. He's here to give you what you need from God. Oh, he's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. Hallelujah. Come on, reach out to the Lord right now. Reach out to the Lord right now. Let God help you today. Let God work for you today. He's in your storm. He's in your storm. He knows where you're at. He's here to help you today. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you work. Hallelujah. I don't feel it, you work. Jesus, Jesus, 
Jesus name. Jesus name. Holy Ghost touch right now. 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 Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord, right now, Holy Ghost. Come on, find somebody to pray with. Find somebody to pray with today. Find somebody to help in the house. Come on, men, join up with one another. Even put your hand on somebody. Pray with somebody today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost touch right now, Holy Ghost touch right now, Holy Ghost touch right now, in the name of Jesus, do it today, do it today, God, do it today, God, do it today, God, do it today, God. They make a big work, promise keep the light in the darkness, that is who you are. They make a big work, promise keep the light in the darkness, that is who you are. Even when I don't see it true. Hallelujah. 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 He's there. He's there. He's in the storm today. Even when I don't see it true working. And even if I can feel it true working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it true working. Even when I don't feel it's working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it's working, even when I don't feel it's working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop working. We make a big work, promise keep light in the darkness, and that is who you. They make a miracle work, promise keep the light in the darkness, that is who you are. You wipe away all tears, you mend the broken heart, you're the answer to it all. You wipe away all tears, you mend every broken heart, you're the answer to it all, Jesus. We make a miracle work, promise keep the light in the darkness, that is who you are. We make a miracle work, promise keep the Light in the darkness, that is who you are. You are here, eternal lives around. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, holy 
call you Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, light is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, that is who you are. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I can't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working. before we leave this place today. I want everybody in this house right now, I want you to think about times of storms in your life. 
where you really thought that God was nowhere to be found. You was really wondering where He was. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of the storm, all of a sudden, out of the chaos, here comes Jesus. And He made a way. You didn't know where He come from. You didn't know how He got there. You didn't know how it worked out, but all of a sudden Jesus just worked it out. You know where He was at? He was in the storm all the time, right along with you. Amen. As we sing this song, even when I don't see it, He's working. Even when I don't feel it, He's working. Don't let the devil tell you any different. God's working right now. Somebody shout, right now. God's working right now. I want you to give Him praise right now for what He's done and what He's going to do in your life. Hold on, hold on. I just thought of something. Amen. Didn't y'all get an extension out at the meal? I, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? I, I didn't hear that. Did y'all hear that? What did you say? What did he say, Montana? Even when you don't see it, even when you don't feel it, He's still working! You ought to give Him praise! You ought to give Him glory! Even when I don't see it true Somebody ought to shout! Somebody ought to shout! Somebody ought to give God praise! Somebody ought to give God glory! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! He's still working! He's still working! He's still working! Make a miracle work 
Praise Him for who He is. He's a way maker. He's the light in the darkness. He's our comfort in the storm. Come on, somebody lift up your voice right now. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, He is a way maker. Don't let the devil lie to you. Don't let the devil tell you any different what he has done in the past. He can do now. What he's doing right now, he can do tomorrow. What he does tomorrow, he can do next week. Amen. He's still able. He's still in the storm. Hallelujah. 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 Again to all of our guests. So glad that each and every one of you is here. Amen. Glad that you're in the house of the Lord. Why don't all of our home folks give our guests a good hand clap today. Normally we would come and shake your hand and hug your neck and tell you how much we appreciated you here, but we might scare you off if we did that. But we want you to know that we're glad that you're here. Come back tonight. Church starts at 7 o'clock, prayer meeting at 6.30 here in the sanctuary, choir practice at 5.15. Remember the announcements. Remember after church tonight, serving. Bring your guest. If you bring a guest, you go to the front of the line, and nobody can complain about it. So everybody that wants to be in the front of the line, bring a guest. Lord bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.